When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. We welcome in Peter Labardius, our good and longtime friend. Great times to be alive, Lou. It's good. It's good. He's you, good. It, he's good. He's number one. Never mind. He's the best. You make for twenty-five. You sell for three twenty-five. Is he good? Sorry. Didn't I, take you long. Well, I, you, you set me up. So when, yes. you, when you put it on a tee, I'm going to hit it. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show. Thank you, Rick Regan. Uh, coming in hot on a Monday from a brand new location. The beautiful Century Downs Racetrack and Casino in uh, our favorite town, Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Set up for the rest of summer. We've got so much to tell you about Century Downs, but we've got two hours of sports talk coming your way on the Game Plus television network, WQEE Radio, podcast, and YouTube Live. So I'm here in Calgary. Darren Moose Dupont is in Toronto. We bring him in now as the co-host. I will tell you, coming up on the program later today, David William Naylor is going to be with us from TSN, from Sirius XM NFL Radio, Zig Fricasse, and joining us right here live at Century Downs, the voice of the Calgary Stampeders, Mark Stephen, one half of the longest broadcast team in, uh, currently in the CFL, he and Mark Peterson. Uh, no relation. Uh, Moose, we're going to get into the sports talk right away. I'll just say, how are you? How was the weekend? What's up? I'm great. Weekend was awesome. It was uh, a lot of fun, relaxing at the same time. So good to be back on with you here after uh, we missed you the last couple of days of the week. Hope the travel was safe. Well, I'll say this, uh, and we have a sound guy just show up just in the nick of time. Ooh. We'll work on it in a commercial break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they want, they want the, for some reason, they think that you should be heard, Darren. I don't, <laughs> I haven't quite First figured that I've one out that yet. Before. Yeah, <laughs> I know. But here, you said you missed me the last couple of days. Obviously, I was traveling. Flew from Florida to Calgary Thursday, all day. Drove from Calgary to Weyburn, Sask Friday, all day. And I had occasion to check in on the show. And I'll say this, because I was saying to my business manager, Joe Gunnis, I said, it's not a bad thing for me to just look in from the outside and just watch from 30,000 feet. And you know what my takeaway was on that? Unlike a lot of people that come in and want to dictate what we talk about, I'm like, I don't care what you talk about and when, just entertain me. Just entertain me for two hours, for the love of God. I'll get info everywhere else. Let's just have fun. And that's what you guys were doing, and that's what we do here every day. So, can you hit the quick six show horn, please, Tuna? Tuna's on the show horn, right, guys? Okay, thank you. We're going to open with baseball, and then we're going to get to everything else. Uh, pinch hitter Santiago Espinal. 
singled home the tie-breaking run in the seventh inning, and closer Jordan Romano escaped a ninth inning jam as the visiting Blue Jays beat the Seattle Mariners on Sunday by a score of 4-3 to prevent a three-game sweep. Vladdy went deep, Brandon Belt did too. Uh, for the second straight game for the both of them. The Jays open a three-game series tonight at the Dodgers, and then Friday they're at their Angels, and Shohei Otani's going to be pitching for the Angels. As a matter of fact, his next scheduled mound start has been pushed back to Friday. Angels, uh, sorry, Angels manager Phil Nevin announced the decision Sunday on Otani, who had been tentatively scheduled to take his regular turn Thursday in Detroit. Instead, he'll take the mound when the Angels open a weekend series against the Jays on Friday. So there's a lot of very grumpy people in my world. Ryder fans where I was Saturday, Stamps fans here, they're grumpy. And I'm like, focus on the Blue Jays, guys, because it's a very exciting week. That's That's what I'm going to do. It's a great thing to do. And the Jays are playing well. We talked about it last week with Mike Wilner. You know, people were complaining about hitting with runners in scoring position and a few different things. And he's like, guys, this is the best team in the American League for the last seven weeks. And now they're winning games. Things are happening. Vladdy's got homers in three of four. So I'm with you. Focus on the positive, not on the negative. Well, it's just... If you just look for the good things and you don't wallow in the bad things, your mood tends to improve. But I'm not telling you what to do. So our, our poll question was going to be, it's not anymore, but it was going to be, will Shohei Otani get traded? Because I actually had a little me time on the weekend to read up on this stuff. Because Millard talked about it on this show last week. and I'm, But that's not what the poll question is going to be. It's coming. So just hold on. We're going to move on from baseball to the CFL. It was a very exciting finish here. I could spend two hours on this game. Stampeders fans and Red Blacks fans would be very excited about this. The Ottawa Red Blacks picked up their first road win of the CFL season in a second straight overtime decision Sunday at McMahon Stadium just down the road here, 43-41. Red Blacks' Ante Milanovic-Litre scored a pair of rushing touchdowns, including one in overtime for Ottawa. Nate Pahar caught a touchdown pass plus the two-point convert in OT to seal the win. And the Stamps fall to two and four. They haven't won a home game yet this year. I was listening to the post-game show yesterday. Some guy called in. Up I was really looking forward to figuring out what the call-in was all about. That is, um, okay, we'll get back to that. Um, Stamps and Red Blacks last night was awesome. Came right down to the wire. Dustin Crum appears to have it, right? And you guys are just going to bring Rod in, right? Just throw him right on the screen as soon as he's back. Uh, we'll get him reconnected. New building, new internet connection. This is nothing we can't handle. I don't have the comments up, but I will say good morning to everybody who's watching on YouTube this morning. Um, and we'll get to that poll question when Rod comes back. But Dustin Crum, I put it on Twitter this morning. When I see him, there he is. You go ahead. Yeah, what was the last thing you heard? You left us on the biggest cliffhanger. You were listening to the call-in show, and a call <laughs> came in, and you dropped. Yeah, the guy said uh, they ran out of hot dogs at halftime. What a terrible thing to do on Hot Dog Family Day. What am I going to tell my grandson? They ran out of hot dogs. He had a terrible day at the ballpark. The team lost. I'm canceling my season tickets, and I was like, I don't. This is why I don't want to do that anymore, to host the call-in shows have to have to explain stuff and forget about that forget about it. that's just angry fans rider fans were the same way my weekend column this is terrible analysis this is the worst thing i've ever read i'm like you're just 
pissed off your team lost, and I'm over it, and I'm glad I don't have to deal with you. But I'll say this. You mentioned Dustin Crum. I heard you saying that. This guy, he's very fast become the best story in the CFL this year. There's, and all, all the cute things that is the Crum back. What else are they saying about him? There's another cute nickname about him now. Dustin Crum, the quarterback for Ottawa. Have you heard it? What is it? I haven't. The Crum back is really good, though. It's really good. I don't know what the other one yeah, there's, is. There's another one. But yeah. Yeah, there's another catchy one uh, to go with it. But anyways, listen, I don't. I didn't expect a lot out of Ottawa. And when Arbuckle couldn't play and Jeremiah Masoli couldn't play, I expected less out of Ottawa. They're now down to their fourth string quarterback and they're winning games. Like, who saw this coming? I won't say anything about past regimes. What I will say is their head coach, Bob Dice, who's a great football man, CFL lifer, finally getting his chance this year. What can I tell you? It's not about X's and O's. It's about Freddy's and Joe's. How many times have I said it? It's not about scheme necessarily. It's about guys wanting to play for you and run through a wall for you. That's what's happening with the Ottawa Red Blacks and Bob Dice and also a tremendous fine in Dustin Crump. That's what I think. It's Bob Dice as much as anybody. That's what I think. Dustin Crum is a great story. You said fastly but quickly becoming the greatest story in the league this year, and I agree with yeah. you. But a, but a real uh, close number two is Bob Dice. And they played the replays of Bob's celebration. Um, last week when they won, he was just fired. right. Like, you, can, you can't wipe the smile off his face. And then this week, a little more subdued, like he's been there before, but still yeah. – the emotion takes over, and it's. I love seeing that in a head coach. He loves the game of football. You can just tell he's getting rewarded for a great job. Um, Ottawa is quickly becoming a really great story. I haven't really looked ahead to week eight yet. It's only Monday, uh, but Ottawa's on a roll, and I'm happy for them. And we'll get into the Stampeders talk with Mark Steven next hour with what's going on there because there was a lot of people that predicted this was going to be a thing that the Stamps were going to have a down year. And it wasn't the offense. They gave up 41 points. And I understand a lot were in overtime, but we need to start talking about the fact that Calgary Stampeders have not won a home game yet. Um, John Ohm in Winnipeg says, Craig Dickinson for the Riders has to make better decisions. Come on, man. And also says, Bob Dice rocks. Love ya. Steve Kleinsaucer, north of Saskatoon, says, Mark Stephen, that voice will forever remind me of the Calgary Stampeders. Used to listen to him on the Swather from Rosetown, Sask. A little crackly, but the signal came in. Everybody's excited for Mark Stephen, uh, and including me. Now, I'm going to move on from this game because we got enough time to cover it with these other guys. I will tell you that our CFL coverage is brought to you in part by Sober Carpenter Non-Alcoholic Craft Beer. Check them out at SoberCarpenter.com. Week three, sorry, point three, other week seven games. We, you talked about Winnipeg beating Edmonton the other night, 28-14 in a game. It was an interesting game. I did watch it, 6-6 at halftime. And then Zach Caleros figured it out in the second half and romped to victory. Toronto, that game wasn't even a game. I got down to Weyburn. It was 20 to nothing at halftime. Toronto, it was over at halftime. Forget about the late push by the Ticats. Toronto took the foot off the gas. That's human nature. And the BC Lions beat Sass 19-9 Saturday night. And everybody was praying. Listen, I was in the motherland. Yours and mine. 
the Melonhead province. What I heard all day was they were hoping Mason Fine was going to be the next Darian Durant. They were just praying. You know how they do. We were them. I get it. And I thought maybe he would be. He wasn't. He threw two bad interceptions. Everybody's upset. The head coach doesn't know what he's doing. I heard it all. They've lost two in a row, and now they're going out to Toronto to get uh, to Halifax to get their asses kicked by Toronto in the touchdown Atlantic. So, yeah, that's my take on the other games in Week 7. Quite a week. It was a great week again in the CFL. It was awesome. I mean, not that we sit here and cheer for teams in the Canadian Football League, but you like when a home team can win and like BC did in a game that big, right? They had all the festivities, the yep. watermelon smash, the upper deck was open, and all the home fans went home happy. So I think that's awesome. It was a tough week for Saskatchewan, obviously. Injuries continue to be a problem. But you look at BC and and you know what they have now, the benefits of having two quarterbacks really helps there. And, you know, I thought the, the kid and the young quarterback in Hamilton played well. Um, they didn't really let the reins off, I guess. They kind of kept him contained, a lot of check down, short passes. I'd like to see what he can do. Just let him go. Um, but they're protecting him a little bit in a game that was going to be a tough one to win anyways. But all in all, a good week. And uh, we move on to week eight. I'm uh, smiling at the comments from the audience. Uh, Ryan in Toronto says, Monday's getting better already. Here we go, Rod Squad. If you've just logged in, and a lot of people are, for those that are watching on YouTube or you just turned on the TV or radio, which incidentally, they've got us set up at the Days Inn. Wonderful hotel. Telus Optic TV is their cable carrier there. Did you know that, Kev? Where they got Game Plus television, where we're on in 300,000 homes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They know what they're doing here at Century Downs, I'm telling you. And you're going to be hearing a lot of them over the next five weeks. Craig Smith, our director of scouting, writes in. He says, uh, Bob Dice put together an excellent coaching staff. The QB issue seems to be resolved. So happy for those guys. We can settle in here and talk about all those CFL things if you want. I, I'm going to move on to the next point, but we'll come back next segment. We have a lot to talk about with us. Dave Naylor coming up from TSN, Mark Stephen from the Stampeders, and Zig Fricasi from the NFL Radio Network. But point four. Toronto Maple Leafs goaltender Ilya Samsonov was awarded a one-year contract Sunday from an arbitrator worth $3.55 million. He wanted $4.9 million. The Leafs wanted him at $2.4. So it's split almost right down the middle by the arbitrator. Career Darren, 79-32-13 Ilya Samsonov with 10 career shutouts, 2.65 GAA, save percentage of 908 between the Caps and the Leafs. Last year, four shutouts. He had a pretty good year. So this is my question. I'm not a Leaf fan. You are, so I'll turn it over to you in a second. But the poll question for Key Auto Group, which, by the way, at the Key Auto Group, you can buy with confidence knowing that they provide reports on all vehicles they sell. Get fully informed with your next vehicle by going to keyautogroup.ca. Is it a good deal or not at $3.5 million? I see, and this is on me, Clark put up, our producer Clark, Good deal, bad deal on YouTube. On Twitter, I had to add a third option, can't decide. Because I can't decide. He's got great numbers, like stellar numbers, Clark. Yet in the playoffs, he was being out goaltended by the other Russian, Vasilevsky, at the other end for Tampa Bay. Remember how hot under the collar he got? He dropped an F-bomb after a game, Ilya Samsonov. I mean, 
He's like, I'm not playing against him. No, he's not. I can't decide, Moose. So settle the tie. Was this a good deal, $3.55 million for one year or not? A great deal for Toronto, bad deal for Samsonov. That's my, th- yeah? my take on it. I think it was a great deal. You know, I, I read, again, I'm not as big on the numbers either. Um, and, and looking at some of the statistics, but I read some articles on it last week and talked about it a little bit on Friday that um, his value was higher. It was about 5.6 million. I don't know how they come up with that, but the other way I heard it was Marty Biron talking about it this morning on TSN. He said, Samsonov is the 20, this makes him the 27th highest paid goalie in the league. These are numbers I can understand. 27th highest paid goalie. Is he the 27th best goalie in the league? I don't think so. Based on his numbers, I thought he gave Toronto a lot more value. So I think he's going to be pretty happy. I think the team's going to be pretty happy with it. I guess, but they had submitted 2.4 million, which was a heck of a lot lower, right? Yeah. So as they say, I never understood why these players are how these players and teams at arbitration time, they just hate each other. They present their case to the arbitrator and make them sound like a serial killer. Did you see Jeff O'Neill? <laughs> how, do you, how do you get over that? No, what did he say? Oh, O-Dog said before the arbitration, he said, I had an arbitration once, right? And my, oh, my first takeaway leaving the room after arbitration, I never want to play for that team again. <laughs> Why would you want to go to arbitration? Pay the guy. I don't know how you're supposed to get over it. Anyways... We will take a break when we come back. A lot of fun NFL stuff to get to. More of a recap of the weekend and a lot of the CFL stuff as it's a Monday episode 1045 of your favorite daytime sports talk show on the Game Plus television network. Also WQEE radio podcast and YouTube live. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Get the card that gets you every blockbuster movie this summer for just $9.99. Landmark Cinema's Movie Club. Every movie. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. $9.99. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Transformers Rise of the Beasts. The Flash. Oppenheimer. The Little Mermaid. Barbie. Teenage Mutant. Ninja Turtles. Mutant Mayhem. The Meg 2. And Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. You get the idea, but we're running out of time. Every ticket just $9.99. Get all the movies. Get the deal. Join today at LandmarkExtras.com. Landmark Cinema's Movie Club. For movie lovers. You are looking live at the beautiful 
Century Downs Racetrack and Casino. A lot of very exciting events coming up in August. You'll be hearing a lot about those. It's our home for the rest of the summer here on your favorite daytime sports talk show. The RP Show. And uh, just before we can bring the moose back in, some comments from our viewers regarding the Samsonov deal. Uh, and it is a big deal from Rod Monroe, producer Clark's dad. Always the voice of reason. He says most goaltenders get outgunned by Tampa goaltending the past several years. Bingo! True dat. Is your dad a Leaf fan, Clark? Not really? Okay. Well, Clark says he's teamless, and what that means is he is um, unbiased. <laughs> so very good point there. A lot of teams go up against Tampa Bay and get out goaltended. Very good point, Clark. Uh, Rod, sorry. Um, from the Progressive Insurance text line, 902-518-3033. Teo is in Ottawa. Writes in, he says, hey, Teo here, Samsonov's agent will make sure the Leafs pay for this. Samsonov is a top 10 goalie, not 27th. The Leafs offer 2.4 million. He'll be gone after this year. That's what I say. How do you come back? How do you come back from that lack of respect shown by your employer? I don't get how they do it. I uh, think Kirk in Toronto. You got to yeah, look go at the ahead. coach. You hope the coach isn't in that meeting and it's just the GM. And then the coach has to build that relationship back, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Kirk in Toronto watching on Game Plus TV says, I hope you're enjoying the cooler temperatures in Calgary, Rod. The Argos are 5-0. and First time since 1960. Were you at the St. Peter's game? I wasn't. If it was a 7 o'clock game, I probably would have uh, been able to go. I drove here from Saskatchewan, and once I got to Century Downs, I set up all of the gear, and I actually quite enjoyed watching the game with Stan Peters fans right here at the bar. So, no, I didn't go, but I was listening to the radio. 34 degrees Celsius. That's about 84, 85 Fahrenheit. Nice day. You see I'm wearing long sleeves. You can actually do that and not die like you do in South Florida. Uh, okay, to back on point, we'll get back to the CFL stuff in a moment, Moose. But I want Jimmy Garoppolo passed a physical on his injured left foot. He'll begin training camp Wednesday with the Las Vegas Raiders. Garoppolo did not participate in OTAs because of the foot injury. Coach Josh McDaniels expressed confidence from the beginning that the newly signed quarterback would be ready for NFL camp. And I think... We all believed he would be. They didn't acquire him for no reason, right? So I was turning off all the fake news that I was hearing coming out of Las Vegas and the NFL insiders because I knew Jimmy G would be ready to go. Now, my top five things, if you had occasion, I'm not sure if you did, Moose, to read my 10 things column from the weekend, but I put here the top five that I'm most interested in going into the year, and I want to know yours and the viewers too. Just five things, and they don't have to be from five to one or one to five, just five things. For me, I want to see if the Cowboys can surpass the Eagles for NFC supremacy. Forget about the NFCs. Can they get to the Super Bowl, the Dallas Cowboys? Because they are good enough. 12-win team. But the Eagles happen to be in their division. So that's that is number one for me. Number two, Vic Fangio. Hallowed name in the National Football League. One of the greatest defensive coordinators in the league, maybe of all time, is now in Miami with the Dolphins. They're talking about the Dolphins as a contender. Oh, they were missing was a defense and a quarterback for half the year. 
But they think Vic Fangio is the missing piece to get them into the Super Bowl. I don't believe it, but we haven't played a game yet, so let's see. Aaron Rodgers, obviously, in the Jets. That's most people's number one. Is he going to be the Aaron Rodgers of old, or is he going to be an old Aaron Rodgers? Baker Mayfield and the Buccaneers, because you know I'm a Baker fan. And then the other one is Ezekiel Elliott. You know he's going to play somewhere, but where is he going to sign? He's one of these big names that are still not signed heading into training camp. Those are my five. What are yours? Um, for me, obviously close to my <clears throat> fandom, uh, DeAndre Hopkins in Tennessee. They were talking about Tennessee finishing last. This might reinvigorate that team to maybe challenge for a division. So DeAndre Hopkins and the Tennessee Titans won. Um, but not in, not in any other order. Deshaun Watson, I'm really curious about Deshaun Watson's situation and how he'll bounce back. Uh, Sean Payton, the coach in Denver, and his effect with Russell Wilson mm -hmm. and what that's going to look like. Um, really looking forward to watching that. Um, now, here's the value of television. I'm looking forward to following the Minnesota Vikings and Kirk Cousins. I've quickly become a Kirk Cousins fan after watching the documentary Quarterback. So, Kirk Cousins... And uh, then the fifth one, I mean, I'm looking, I, I like years of Baker Mayfield to see what he can do in Tampa Bay if he can get the, the, the Bucks back. So I'll follow Baker a little bit as my fifth storyline. You know, it's interesting uh, you say that. And by the way, Jeff, the Stampeders fan, writes in and says, it's cool in Calgary? Come on, it's hot as hell. <laughs> Ish. Uh, but compared to South Florida where they're setting records for the hottest summer ever. No, this, is, this ain't nothing, bro. I was filling up uh, the bus, my vehicle, and I just stood with my face in the sun in that gas station just east of Medicine Hat. And I was like, ah, oh, this feels so good. The sun. Yeah, but it's not like you're going to die if you're out in it too long, like South Florida. Um, Allie in Texarkana says, happy Monday, RP squad. Love seeing that stars flag moose. So she's chimed in with that. Um, we can get back to that CFL stuff in a second, but I, it's funny you say you're now a Vikings fan because you watched the documentary on Kirk Cousins. That's what those things should do and are designed to do. But I'll never forget when Clint Black was on The Apprentice, Donald Trump's The Apprentice, because I love me some Clint Black. It's probably George Strait, Clint Black, Garth Brooks for me. Yeah. But he was a bit of a jerk. Clint Black was a bit of a jerk on The Apprentice. But Donald Trump and I kind of... And then you don't hear the music the same way after that. You know what I mean? He didn't sound yeah. the same after that. I know. Is there somebody that you, that you saw in a documentary that you not, you... not you became more of a fan of, but you became less of a fan of? For me, it was Clint Black. and kind of made me think I don't want to watch documentaries anymore. <sighs> Yeah, I need to think about this, but you're totally right. Like, that's what they do. You know, they can either enhance your brand real, and make and bring you lots of fans, or they can turn, you know, people away. Um, and sometimes it's really good, sometimes it's not. And that's the danger of getting into too many political views, or especially political views as an athlete or an entertainer or a celebrity, because instantly you're going to turn away 50% of the people, right? Instantly. So it's sometimes it's not a good thing to, you know, talk about what you believe in. Yeah, and that's, yeah, you can put the label on it of politics and see this is the thing. This is where I ensnared you, Moose and I, on Thursday. Doesn't matter what we talk about. Just be entertaining, you know? Yeah. Like for me, I've had political parties come to me and say, 
your views align with ours. Will you run for us or will you endorse us? I'm like, no, I won't. I'm a Saskatchewan farm kid. I believe the harder you work, the further you get ahead in life. I believe you should have to work to get ahead. Apparently, that makes me a jerk. From the other side, no, just give us money. I don't want to work. Um, I don't want to put a label on it. That's what I think. The harder you work, the luckier you get. The harder you work, the further ahead you get in life. I don't think you should be handed anything because I wasn't handed anything. Walking it back. <laughs> uh, Craig Smith, our uh, director of scouting, says uh, he wants to know how the Vikings will do without Cook and A.J. Thielen. Can Aaron Rodgers take the Jets to the playoffs? Where are these top running backs going to sign? Can the Chargers take the next step? So, yeah, his are a lot of what mine are. Arlen Bruce III's checked in. He says, I made a $100 bet with my buddy that the Jets will have a better record than the Ravens by week nine. You think I'll win? Can Aaron Rodgers do it? Yes, I do, because there's something there in Baltimore with Lamar Jackson. There's something there. Agree or disagree? It's just, it doesn't feel right to me. And with Aaron Rodgers, what's very, very, very interesting, if you've seen any of the interviews with him, he's like, rolling up to the stadium is a little different. It's fresh. 19 years he went to that one address in Green Bay. 19 years. That's a long time. He goes, I'm going to a new place, taking new turns. Now, that could be something, not traumatic, but you're out of your element. But it yeah. didn't bother Tom Brady in Tampa at all. Change is good. So to that, who's going to be better by week nine, Jets or Ravens? I'll say Jets. Yeah, I think the Jets by a hair. And, and there's something about that. Sometimes it can be the most exciting thing in the world. And when you have, you know, new experiences and you're doing it for the right reasons and, you know, on your terms, it's exciting. And then it's almost like, you know, you've got a renewed uh, vigor and renewed energy, focus, all those things. It's not stale anymore. You know, you're light on your feet. It's wonderful. So I think that's what Aaron Rodgers is going through. I see him smiling all the time right now, Aaron Rodgers. And whenever I see, you know, media coverage. And on the other hand, there is something there with Lamar. But I think if the relationship with the coach is good, Harbaugh, um, I think they're going to be fine. They're still one of the teams that are um, right there knocking on the door to challenge for a Super Bowl. So um, I think until we see otherwise, I think they should be considered a contender. Very excited with the NFL starting. Kevin the Medium chimes in. He's here at Century Downs Casino. He says, good morning, RP peeps. Happy Monday. Loving life is what it's all about. Isn't it? Wayne in Victoria, B.C. says, I agree with you 100%, Rod. The harder you work, the luckier you get. Um, yeah, I don't want to go down the music road. And I appreciate some of our audience does like Ali and Tex Arcana says, yeah, that whole Jason Aldean thing is getting ugly. Uh, not participating in it, not sticking my nose into it. Very happy that I don't know very much about it and don't want to. Nelson says, uh, I'm not even watching a documentary, but meatloaf didn't look after himself or those golden pipes. And to this day, that is the only concert. I feel like we all should have gotten our money back. Meatloaf was, I think, in that same season of The Apprentice. Uh, yeah, th that's another topic. Going to a concert and the singer's voice is gone? Yeah. I know a couple. 
Ian Tyson, very disappointed. I'm a big Ian Tyson fan. And his voice was gone. It's like, don't even go on stage, man, if it's that bad. But they're entertainers. They're showmen. Ian Tyson was mine. I felt bad for the guy because I've been there. Uh, we actually did a really good job of winding up our points. Point six, Brian Harmon is a major champion, and it was never in doubt. The 36-year-old American captured the British Open at Royal Liverpool. He started the day at, uh, with a five-shot lead, and no one ever got closer than three. And Danish rider Jonas Vingegaard has won the Tour de France for a second straight year as cycling's most storied race finished on the famed Champs-Élysées. Champs-Élysées. Summer sports. <laughs> so it's over. <laughs> Can we get to the football? Can we get to the hockey? And I'm not going to go to soccer other than you saw Lionel Messi all weekend on TSN. It's Ooh. been the highlight. Or what are the, what the Ram 1v1. It's still the winner. Messi's game winner. There's just certain people. Like I'll put Connor Bedard in that. Lionel Messi, Sidney Crosby, Tom Brady. Guys that just reach. When the, when the moment is there, they answer the bell. Messi's that guy. You know, and everybody's happy in Fort Lauderdale. That, that was, I'm watching that more than Women's World Cup. Sorry. I know. I know. And I'm kind of paying attention to the Women's World Cup. Well, I am, especially with Canada. But there's so many days between games that I'm not paying attention in between as much. But Messi, oh, I saw that. And that was so cool. Got everybody out of their seats. What a debut. Um, you know, they had so much hype and buildup, and he delivered. <coughs> Musa, you're done yeah. for the day. So go have a great day. Uh, yeah, get folks, get your questions ready for TSN football insider Dave Naylor. He joins us next. On the way here at Century Downs in Calgary, the voice of the Stampeders, Mark Stephen, will be with us. And Zig Fricasse. Later on in Hour 2 from Sirius XM NFL Radio. We are live on the Game Plus Television Network. WQEE Radio, where we are Atlanta's NHL show. Podcast and YouTube Live. PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. PlayNow.com 19 plus, use your game sense. RP Show continues live from Century Downs Racetrack and Casino. And yeah, it's a brand new week. Episode number 1045 of your favorite daytime sports talk show coming at you live from uh, on Game Plus Television, WQEE. Dave Naylor's not with us, so just hang on. I asked you people to get your questions ready for Naylor. And one of those. I'm like, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Thank you. Nice work, guys. We'll get it to him when, when Naylor shows up. The question is from Casey in Winnipeg and says, which coach is on the hot seat? So hang on. Who, who's the most in jeopardy? 
So we'll get to that. A sports update here on this Monday. The visiting Toronto Blue Jays open a three-game series with the Dodgers tonight after winning only once in three games at Seattle over the weekend. Righty Jose Barrios will be on the mound for the Jays, who have a 55-45 and 45 record and sit third in the AL East. Righty Michael Grove will start for the Dodgers, who lead the NL West at 57-41. and 41. The NBA Board of Governors has voted to approve Michael Jordan's sale to the Charlotte Hornets. To an ownership group led by Gabe Plotkin and Rick Schnall, the decision ends Jordan's 13-year run as majority owner of the franchise. He will remain on as a minority owner, however. Michael Jordan's decision to sell leaves the NBA without a black majority owner. Sports update is for Landmark Cinemas. Enter to win a movie night out at Landmark Cinemas. For movie lovers only, all you have to do is text MOVIES to 902-518-3033 to be entered. Winners are picked every Friday to enjoy a movie night out this weekend. And what's interesting, when I opened up the Progressive Insurance text line at 902-518-33, a lot of people were writing in at the end of, from Friday's show, I guess it's like what movies they would like to go to if they won. You don't have to be a lot of uh, be on social media a lot to see all the fear or over. Is it Oppenheim or Oppenheimer? Oppenheimer. It, I don't know. Sorry to say, I don't know much about that movie at all. But I think I'd rather go see that than Barbie. I'm certainly not going to Barbie alone. But at some point, maybe we should have people text in. And maybe they did on Friday with Moose because I wasn't watching. What... Um, what movie would you go see if you won the free passes and free concession treats? 902-518-3033. And I guess you can fire some of those questions at me if you want, because Naylor isn't here. Dave Naylor, TSN Insider. John Ohm in Winnipeg says, uh, Naylor, in your honest opinion, is the CFL, here it is, in better or worse shape than the years the CFL expanded to the USA in the 90s. Today, I see a lot of empty seats in the stadiums. So uh, that's from John. So there, I guess we have Naylor. He's just settling into his seat, and we're going to get to that. Um, the narrative, I wish, would be on the games, not what, what's wrong with the CFL, because that was an unbelievable ending here in Calgary last night, overtime. And Dustin Crum has become the best story so far in the Canadian Football League. Going in, it was the Toronto Argonauts, Chad Kelly. And now they're 5-0 and for the first time since, what, 1963? Can we go now, guys? All right, we've got TSN's uh, Dave Naylor with us. Unfortunately, now it's cut to four minutes. But, David, welcome to the show. Good to see you. Happy summertime, my man. So is Dustin Crum the best story in the CFL now? Boy, he's got a rival down the highway in Chad Kelly, you know, and, and I, I was thinking about that this morning, that these historically are not exactly quarterback generating organizations. And by that, I mean, usually when Ottawa or Toronto has a good quarterback, it's because they traded for him or signed him in free agency. They don't exactly sign and develop uh, talent. In fact, like do the list of the Toronto Argonauts history of quarterbacks that have started for them. Uh, even McLeod Bethel-Thompson was in Winnipeg before he was in Toronto, so technically it's not his only team. Uh, seeing what, what Chad Kelly has done this year, and, and I know he's not a raw rookie, but he played you know a half, half a quarter in the Grey Cup and had one meaningless start in Week 21 last year. And then Dustin Crum, who was you know on that roster for the second half of the season last year, and 
I just I find it amazing when you think of all of the money that was spent and all of the things Ottawa has tried at quarterback from the you know the Matt Nichols and Don Davis to Duck Hodges to you know I could go on and on and on and then you know the guy walks off the team from uh, walks off the practice roster from fourth string and saves the season look put that in some context NFL teams don't keep four quarterbacks like like he on some teams he's not even on the, he's not even there he's gone because the three guys ahead of him so. Good thing Ottawa was one of those that chose to keep four. And, yeah, I, I, I kind of sympathize or, or agree with the, the sentiment on the panel last night on TSN where they were saying, look, you never want to say a guy's legit after two games, but this guy sure looks legit. What does it say? Well, yeah, so, so we got a choice of great stories. Isn't that nice? Because last year there was one, Nathan Rourke, and he's gone. So I guess it takes a while. It takes a while for these stories to develop, but what does it say in Ottawa? Is it Bob Dice? Is it Dustin Crum? Is it a combo of the two? It's a great story. I just wonder who should get the credit. John Burke. John Burke should get a lot of the credit as well. I yeah. mean, you know, when usually when, when we're talking about players who are signed by the team, we we put a check mark next to the GM. And sometimes it's the assistant GM or the player personnel guy or a scout. And ultimately, for better or worse, every player signed falls on the GM's resume. And look, I, like, and, and I think I think there's a, been a. I was in Ottawa what, two weeks ago, right before the first crumb start, and uh, actually no, sorry, right before the Mazzoli start, I was there, and 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 you know, I, I spent some time with Sean Burke, and and one of the things I really came away with was just a sense of calm. Like Sean is not an overreactive individual, and I think in the kind of environment that Ottawa was swimming. Here we go. Another quarterback gone. Whoop. Another season where we're starting off with, oh, and whatever. Going to be chasing the division all year. You could see all that coming ahead. Uh, but, but I think they, there was just a sense of calmness. And I, I think Bob Dice shares that as well. And, you know, Bob Dice is uh, the interesting backstory between Sean Burke and Bob Dice is that Sean Burke never knew Bob. Uh, this is a small league. Everybody knows everybody. But Bob. Sean And the power just went out at the Naylor house. Uh, here's what we're going to do. Are you going to get him back, Clark, or should we rush to a break and then we can... Oh, you got a call. Uh, okay. Do you remember where you yeah. were? Go ahead. Go uh, ahead. Yeah, I, I was just talking about how Sean Burke and, and Bob Dice were... They didn't know each other. I mean, it's a small league. Most people know everyone. But, it, you know, a lot of times when he makes his first hire... They know who they were going to hire from the minute they got the GM job, right? They they they've got a short list in their head of if I ever become a GM or once I become a GM, this is the guy I'm going to hire. Sean Burke didn't do that. You know, he kept a very open mind once he became the GM, and he ended up hiring a guy he didn't know before he took the job in Ottawa, a guy who had you know the association with the losing staff, and also you know had an association with the winning staff that that uh, preceded that. But but I thought it was a gutsy hire. You know, and and I and I think it's obviously working out. And look, they've they've had some 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 good fortune, right? They they won two games in overtime. They could have lost those two, but my goodness, go through the last three years of Ottawa football—a pretty good pile of games they could have won on one or two plays. So eventually, it bounces the other way. But the thing here's the exciting thing for me about Crum in Ottawa—he gets better as the game goes on. He's figuring out the defense. They aren't figuring out him. And the more sort of tense or dramatic the situation becomes and the more he kind of relies on his instincts, the better he is. That, to me, is very exciting for his future in the Canadian Football League because we all know 
the best quarterbacks in this league aren't guys that just you know follow a script. They're guys that have an instinctive element to their game, and sometimes a big one. And I think we've already seen that in Dustin Crum. And like after the first start, you're like, okay, you can't continue running that much and be successful. Teams are going to adjust. What happens when they adjust? Well, we we saw what Calgary did last night. <laughs> they adjusted. They by the middle of the second quarter, or even earlier, Cam Judge is spying him on every. He you know he was what 64 yards at the half in Dover of 70 and a half. So they completely took away the run, and he still was able to engineer, you know, the game-winning what proved to be the, uh, the critical drive in the fourth quarter that got them into overtime, and then getting the job done in overtime. And I think what is he four for four on two-point converts in the in the last two games? So I mean, that's that's yeah. he can throw, yeah. Two-point convert, and, and those are two you know, no way through the first quarter. Those are two-point converts at the end of the game in overtime. So this guy is clutch. Uh, we're way over time. We got like 90 seconds, uh, but the quote, the uh, viewers want to know who you think. Hot potato, which coach is the most on the hot seat right now? Well, Chris Jones is on the hot seat because he's 0-7, but I don't think the economics allow him to fire him. So it, it's kind of a weird situation. I mean, you look at the, you look at that, say nine teams, there's only one of them that doesn't want a couple games, and that's the guy that's 0-7, and, and he's in his second year, and they had a bad year last year. Well, obviously it's Chris Jones, but... You know, if what Victor Kui said, and I have no reason to doubt it, two and a half weeks ago or so, where he said, no, you know, he's got a four-year deal and there are implications to our cap if we fire him, I don't think Chris Jones is seeing And I honestly, another coach in the league, you know, who's in any sort of imminent danger. I, I, I know it's been a disappointing year in Hamilton, uh, but I think Orlando Steinauer is, is, you know, very secure. And I think, like a lot of coaches, you know, when you're starting in backup quarterbacks or on the IR, uh, you don't look like a very good coach. So, no, I I don't have anybody in the pool, you know, to get fired. All right. I appreciate uh, the insight. Thanks, Dave. Uh, keep up the great work. Guys, we're going to take a break and be right back to Century Downs after this timeout. Mark Steven and uh, Zig Fricasi coming up in Hour 2. We're live on Game Plus TV, WQEE podcast, and YouTube Live. PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. PlayNow.com 19 plus, use your game sense. Okay, we're back. We're live, I think. Beats the alternative. Look at that beautiful spot, man. Century Downs Racetrack and Casino. That's where we will be for the rest of summer. This is a shorter segment. And I could go on, but I won't. Because we only have three and a half minutes here. Our next guest is here. Mark Steven, the voice of the Calgary Stampeders. Um... Ryan in Toronto writes that he says, Rod, you're the greatest at working around any technical glitches. Fantastic interview with Dave Naylor. Well, it's not me. It's, uh, frankly, the boys in the Millennium Falcon. Me sitting here tap dancing is nothing. When Clark pulled off and Tuna, his partner there today, 
That was good getting Naylor on the air, but I'll tell you a little secret. You see us doing this show all over Hell's Half Acre. But my old radio show that I used to do, this was the deal that I had because I used to do that radio show all over. Just on a little uh, Regina radio station, but the management of the radio station said, you can do the show from wherever the heck you want, but you need to set up the gear yourself and take care of the technical end yourself. And I'm like, I'll take that deal. And we had the worst time getting on the air, whether it was uh, a hockey rink in Assiniboy or a football stadium in Tampa Bay or a Hooters in San Diego, whatever. This ain't nothing. Talk to Clark about doing a great job. And that crew, me, I pff, sit here and fill time and talk. That's not a big deal at all. Um, from DG in Saskatoon. I'm going to put this to Mark, okay? He's written in on the Progressive Insurance text line, 902-518-3033. He wanted to ask Naylor this, but that's the thing with Naylor. If you noticed, I asked him one question. He took five minutes. I could have got to a lot more, but Nails, why use two words when you can use 100? Uh, he says, morning, guys. I'm curious if Naylor's heard anything on the rumor that the Saudis are talking of buying one of the XFL or USFL, what would it mean for the CFL? Uh, well, I'll tell you what, one of those leagues is sitting there going, please buy us, please buy us, please buy us. And the rumor came from yahoo.com apparently. So we will get into that with Mark next hour. Um, and they want to talk about, and that's the other thing, Nelson says, is it worth breaking the cap to fire a coach what's the penalty for breaking the football operations cap let's sit here you can't even have a normal talk about whether a coach should be fired or not because they can't afford to fire him like what the hell so anyways should be fun next hour stick around after this brief pause on game plus and the key Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.